Uh, welcome to tonight's master talk, Dr. Mike Reed from Chiropractic Masters. I have a very dear friend of mine, a former CMI client, and who I believe is one of the foremost people in functional nutrition. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. So tonight's guest is Dr. Natalie Beauchamp from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Natalie, welcome. Thanks. Hi, Mike. You're uh, running away from the cold, aren't you? You're darn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, just introduced Natalie because she's got quite um, the, the profile here. She's a chiropractor, certified personal trainer, professional natural figure bodybuilder, a wellness consultant, lecturer, local TV personality. You've published uh, a book, Natalie, Wellness on the Go. Uh, it's your life. You've also uh, are the creator of Roadmap to Wellness, an online coaching program which is designed to teach clients how to live a wellness-based lifestyle. You're also the founder of your annual Ottawa Wellness Expo. And, I mean, you don't stop. I thought I worked crazy hours, but I think yeah. you can me. And on top of all this, you have a busy practice. And let's talk about what you've just accomplished, Nat, because, you know, I, you just told me you just got um, your certificate. I want to give you a high five and really announce this to the chiropractic world because it's yeah. Yeah, I, I do feel like I've been hiding for the last two, two and a half years. So basically what I've done is I've done my certification with the Institute of Functional Medicine and I just got my result and I'm now a certified practitioner. So pretty happy about that. Um, flashback from board exam, I tell you, that was that was not fun. It's going to be like nightmares, right? You probably, you probably didn't get a lot of sleep. Oh, it was awful. But the good thing is my English is so much better that I could actually understand the questions compared to, you know, back in the days when I was in chiropractic school. But so that's what I've been doing. And alongside of doing this, I've written another book. So it's called Hack Your Health Habits. And uh, it's in formatting right now. And my, um, my, my graphic designer told me that we're probably going to be at 600 pages. So I, I went all out. Uh, it's, it's quite the brick, but I, I just couldn't see myself cutting short on different things. So um, it's called Hack Your Health Habits because, you know, people on, on the call all know that most of the time, either patients are really confused when it comes to their lifestyle or they know, but they're not implementing. So I've come up with three levels of hacks, uh, level one, level two, level three, and I give people examples and, you know, really, you know, call to action. So I've got a section on hormone, a section on gut, a section on brain, like it's, it's, uh, and I try to really make it interactive. So I'm really excited. And I know you, you've covered everything in detail. So it's going to be just a quality piece that you're going to deliver to the, uh, well, I hope. And I mean, I talk about chiropractic. I could talk about having enough, uh, big enough. Why I talk, I have a whole uh, chapter on philosophy. I never thought in a million year that I would write on philosophy, but you know, it's not something that people People hear about and I think us chiropractors we spend a lot of time energy and, and personal development and I don't think people realize the amount of you know the wealth of knowledge that we've gathered you know throughout the year so I just really wanted to to share that so well and, and I agree with you I mean I'm, I'm looking at your library in, in, the, in the background in the back yeah <laughs> my, my library is like that too and and I'm just looking at all my books I go oh my gosh I can't believe we've read all these over the years and and how much information we have up in here, which is phenomenal. Yeah. And you know, it's really interesting that is that over the years in practice, you know, it's especially when you're adjusting your patients, you're getting great results. I've always believed, you know, from a, a per percentage wise, you're going to see great results with chiropractic, but there's this revolution going on right now in yeah. the wellness based market. And years ago, 
I got so busy in chiropractic, people are asking me questions on nutrition, working out, and minerals and vitamins. I just delegated that to my naturopath, which yeah. is one of the best things that I did so I can focus on chiropractic. And, you know, we're not going to let the cat out of the bag yet, but you and I are, and another person are working on a massive project that we're going to launch hopefully in the spring. Uh, but there's a movement that we're seeing towards what I like to call functional nutrition. I hate the word functional medicine. It, it yeah. makes me pucker. But, you know, one of the things that, that I, I like to, I've always loved, and, and, and this is congruent with the lifestyle you and I live. We, we exercise, we eat organic, we eat natural, we eat clean, um, we eat our caveman diets. And when you look at the average person coming in, they're usually overweight, um, they're pre-diabetic, uh, they're probably precancerous because of the acidic environments, they're, they're full of inflammation, and these are precursors to a lot of the uh, metabolic diseases, cancers, heart disease, diabetes we see today. And medicine is really dropping the ball because all they have is the meds. And you and I have seen this trend moving towards a functional nutritional perspective. And it's something you said to me, and I'd like you to share the story. You were at a conference and you said you were the only DC in that conference of, I think it was 500 medical doctors. And you, Actually, had, I, I, I might've, yeah, I told you that story, you but that story? it was 800 people. So I, I got there. That was my first IFM conference and 800 doctors in the room. And I think the percentage of DC is, I want to say five to 7%. So it's, 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 it's not uh, the norm. And I, I arrived late and I, you know, find myself a seat and, I'm staring at the, the screen and they're talking about heart rate variability and yoga and meditation. And I look around, I'm like, where the heck am I? You know, us chiropractor, we're used to talk lifestyle. So anyway, I got really excited, but that, that didn't last too long because the laundry list of things that they had to work or, or better heart rate variability, chiropractic care was not even on there. And I'm like, okay, you can't stand up now. You know, you just, you know, got here, but you know, that just showed me that a, basically, those doctors are open to it. They're, they're, they're looking for solution. It's just they don't know what they don't know. So kind of that was two and a half, three years ago, and I can't kind of made myself, uh, you know, a, a private, uh, you know, commitment that maybe I should be on stage teaching those doctors. Or I couldn't stop thinking that Dr. Kent would be awesome to teach his subluxation and you know, all the research that he's done on heart rate variability. So it was nice to see that there is a movement at, and medical doctor as are as frustrated as we are when it comes to lifestyle changes. So there's definitely a, a movement coming. And, you know, when you read the definition of functional medicine, and I was like you, Mike, for the longest time, the word medicine just made me grinch, like just because of, you know, what to me, uh, what what it meant to me, but now I'm I'm you know I'm looking at it a, a different way, and that's what people are used to to use that, those terms. And us being you know I'm, I'm being in Canada, uh, we don't even call ourselves chiropractic physician, you know. So it's 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 very different, but it's exciting to see what's coming up. And to me, who else to lead that movement than us chiropractor? Now. I did the full certification because I didn't feel as knowledgeable as I should have been. Now I do. Now I know that I gathered um, enough knowledge that I can advise my patients. And the stuff that I've learned is the difference from, you know, the Canadian uh, healthcare system, the American, 
the tests that are out there that I didn't know existed. And I think, you know, most medical practitioners probably uh, don't. So it really opened up, you know, to me, uh, uh, you know, a revelation basically that there is not only just a need, but people are looking at those solutions. And I think my MDs are as, um, you know, upset as we are. I just went for my uh, my annual physical the other day, and uh, my medical doctor's uh, daughter is about 16. She plays competitive hockey here in Ontario, and I asked her, okay, what what is she planning to do? And her words, she says, I'm telling her not to be a medical doctor. So, you know, it's it's not easy. It's not easy at, at both ends. Some um, practitioners are rural, so they're they're. Um, uh, they're challenged by the lower income and, and all of that stuff. So at the end of the day, you know, I think we can make a big, big difference. And I kind of like to talk about that 80-20 rules that we all know the Pareto rule is that, you know, I think by making basic changes like cutting down junk food, taking a multivitamin, uh, you know, taking your probiotics, like the, the, the standard American diet, if we can clean that up, we probably will get a huge amount of results. But what happens is that other 20% that need more guidance. And I think this is where, you know, functional nutrition or, or medicine, call it what you want. You need to have different tools in your toolkit to be able to help those people because is it gluten-free, dairy-free? Is it a FODMAP diet? It's not, is it, uh, a, you know, a plant paradox approach? Like everybody's different. And you know, I'll talk about that uh, shortly in terms of what's new. Now, toss in um, genetic and epigenetic. So you realize how it's not a one-size-fits-all. And everybody is unique. Sure, if you make some, you know, changes compared to, you know, going to McDonald's and, uh, you know, five or six days a week from eating at home, it's going to make a difference. But it's, it's so cliche how food is powerful, but it, it truly is yeah, um, the difference. So again, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting and it's exciting to see that a lot of people are, are wanting to, to, to do that. So, you know, here, here's one of the questions and I, I hear this every time I'm out at a seminar, you know, and, and, and for the doctors who are on this call, uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer you can be a straight chiropractor where you're just focusing on the adjusting. And then you can have on the side in your practice that sort of functional nutritional component, which I did in my practice. I was still able to see high volume. I was able to focus on the chiropractic. I was still doing monthly power workshops where we had patients come out and listen on detox or energy or whatever it might have been. But I delegated most of that work to my naturopath or depending on the state province, you can have a nutritionist in your practice to yeah. do this. But I, I found it of value. Not only was it great for retention, conversion, attraction, it put me into a blue ocean where it allowed me to have that different component is he's not just a chiropractor. He's got that nutritional component and not that I recommend you have, you know, acupuncture and massage and PT and you have multiple two of, of different components to your practice. I'm talking chiropractic and functional nutrition, just those two, which I think really you, you clean up your environment, you, you change, you detoxify, you re revitalize, uh, and then you have the chiropractic component in there. That's going to add such a huge element to your practice and, and, the, and the growth industry where we're seeing it. So, Nat, let's just talk about where, from your perspective, where you're seeing the movement. What are, what are the needs of people out there? And, and then what is working right now um, in order to, for doctors who are listening, who are thinking of adding functional nutrition to practice, 
What's the direction that we should steer mm. doctors here? I'll answer that question, Mike, but I, I want to backtrack. So I, I, you know, thank you for bringing the fact that, you know, people will say, oh, you know, she's, I get that too. Oh, you're more than a chiropractor. And it, it, it offends me, to be honest, because I'm like, what's wrong with just being a chiropractor, right? But, you know, our patients are looking for those answers. And if they're not getting at your office, they're going to get at somewhere else. And uh, I've been in practice 22 years this year, and we're competing for dollars with um, industry that were not there before. Like people will drop six, seven grand on personal trainer, but you know, yet they'll have a hard time paying for other things in your office. So there, it, it's big. There's a lot of competition. So um, from that perspective, why not give to your patient the quality that they deserve? Because they may buy the vitamin somewhere else or, or what have you, but you don't know what they're buying. So to me, um, and, and seeing a difference too with our patients, you know, 22 years ago and now a person's not reacting the same way. I mean, we can talk about chemical subluxations. I mean, mm -hmm. if the terrain is not, you know, proper, they're not going to get the healing that they need to. Right. Now, if some chiropractors want to, and, and, and I, left, I raise my hat to chiropractors that keep digging, uh, you know, to get better at their technique, it's fantastic, and we need more people to do that. And yeah, they can delegate that part, but some of us, you know, want to become more knowledgeable and, and integrate that. So the big thing uh, with me, I think, in the office, chiropractic is first. Anybody that steps in the office, I start with chiropractic. I never do any lifestyle before they have at least, um, you know, I'd say 10 chiropractic adjustments under their belt because I don't want them to confuse the probiotic or whatever with the effect of the adjustment. So I really want them to experience chiropractic. I mean, the ideal world, I, I would even wait longer, but some people are really ready to go. Then I'll integrate some of, of that. And just like, you know, you teach in, in, in your program, uh, Mike, the, 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 the different types of care. And I, again, after 22 years in practice, you can't sell, and I'll use the word sell, but, you know, sell something to someone if they don't want it. So to me, it's important that people identify what the, they want. So I do my doctor's report. I explain all of that stuff. And then I flatly ask people, what do you want? Do you want symptomatic? Do you want me to help you with your lifestyle? Like, you know, what do you want? And I have them kind of raise their hand, identify themselves. And then I put them into a process where I dig either very deep or not so deep, depending on, you know, their, their involvement or, or how much work they want to do. And then I leverage, I have a health coach in the office. So she's also done her course through the Institute of, um, uh, what is it called? It's, it's in line with the IFM. So it's, uh, you know, they're working in congruency with uh, the, the protocol. And having that is amazing because I'm sure for the people that have been in practice for a long time, you get tired of holding people's hands. I will look at a case, I will make my recommendations, and then pass it on to someone that it's in her or him to coach and to, you know, hold hands with the person and to make sure that they're going through all the steps. So to me, I see it as I'm strategizing to find the best solution for this person and then pass it on to someone that uh, can do a better job. So I think, you know, that, uh, that, that, that gap that is between the patient and the practitioner, plus we don't have the time 
And for me, uh, I can, again, I'm talking, I'm putting my business hat on is that I can generate so much more revenue being a chiropractor that it doesn't make sense for me to sit with a patient for an hour and charge, you know, uh, minimally. So again, I want to make it affordable for them. And if my health coach is very knowledgeable and can pass on the information to me, it's, it's a win-win because you can make it more affordable uh, for people to, to do that. So let's just talk about now where the trends are going. What are we seeing in the rise in the need for functional nutrition um, and, and what are the, the different protocols that if you, you can or want to let the cat out of the bag that people are using right now? Oh boy. Um, that's a, that's a wide question. Um, because I mean, old, old school was, let's go to my nutrition shelf and see what you can afford. Yeah. And again, like yeah. one, thing, one thing too is, you know, I, I mean, I sell supplement, but you don't want to trade supplement and do a pill for an ill. And instead it's a supplement for an ill. You know what I mean? So to me, it's, it's food first. So let's sit, sit down and figure out what this person should be. Uh, basically removing from their diet and adding from their diet so and again you have to have the patient's commitment say this is not going to be a, a quick fix so you know if you want the quick fix you know let's we can't go that route so i think the health history is crucial um i thought we did a good health history but there's a tool called living matrix and it literally takes um patients two to three hours to fill their questionnaire were you breastfed? Were you vaginally uh, delivered? Were you like it, it goes through everything, and the patients get like a 35-page report on you know their step. But the cool thing, it does their health lifeline if you want, and it shows what times in their life things have happened. For instance, you know, moved into a new house, blah blah blah, health started to go down, and then you start putting the pieces together. Oh, maybe there's mold in the house. Maybe there's, you know, uh, electrical lines or what have you. So it really feels for the practitioner, like you're, you're looking, you're, you're kind of playing Sherlock Holmes to try to fi figure out what's going on with the person. And then you retell the story. Here's what's happened to you. And then that connection with the patient is tremendous. But when you do it often, you can still do that in a very short amount of time and the patients really feel like they're understood. So there's no set protocol because if somebody comes in with metabolic, uh, cardiometabolic issues, if somebody comes in with gut issues, you know, there's different plans that we can use. And again, it all depends on how much effort the patient is, is willing to put in there. But that being said, I think measuring things is, is very important. So doing that detailed health history is, is fantastic, but um, people will value what they know and that we want it or not, our current medical system is measuring blood. You know, it's measuring, you know, your white blood cell, your red blood cell, your B12, you know, all of that stuff. So I think in terms of um, uh, people sticking to a program, if you're able to measure their numbers before and i'm not talking just about the basic test but digging deeper and measuring the inflammatory markers uh me measuring you know different things that are in relation with the condition that they're presenting then you can show the path 
I mean, food sensitivity tests. Like, I mean, there's so much that you can do. So I think uh, in terms of compliance, doing those tests, especially, you know, if anybody's familiar with the DISC profile, if you've got somebody that I see and is really analytical and need to see numbers, well, yes, they will feel better, but it's kind of nice to be able to see those, those processes. Um, epigenetic and uh, genetic testing is, well, epigenetic is, is obviously the effect of our environment, but genetic testing is, is uh, really, really starting to, uh, to be out there. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to you about uh, pure genomics, which is um, the, the pure line. And basically what the patient does is they do their 23andMe test. And then with pure genomic, as a practitioner, you have your practitioner platform, you can retrieve the raw data and import it in the platform. And it tells you the SNPs that that patient has. And SNPs are basically errors in our code. Um, and what the, uh, Pure has done is that they're only um, pulling out the SNPs that we can do something about it. So if it's so showing that you know you have a SNP that doesn't allow you to detoxify properly, then you can again support with a certain diet or support with a with a supplement. Food first, you know. But sometimes we have some errors in our codes that it's a little bit more more uh, more complex. For example, a metabolic SNP that can tell you if you should be on a high fat diet or not. Because if you have you know the adipo uh, uh, two um, SNPs you're not able to metabolize more than 22 grams of fat at a time. So if you're going on this you know, high fat diet and you're, that's all you're, you're eating in high amounts, well, maybe it's not working for you and maybe you should be on a different type of diet. So, I mean, and they keep adding and they, it's, it's fascinating. I'm having fun with so that, That's kind of interesting because you could, you could be on a South Beach or a keto diet and you could be on the wrong diet. You think you're eating right. Yeah. And yet your genetics are saying, you know, hey, screw yeah. you. That's not how yeah. you should be eating. That's kind yeah. of interesting. Or even like I know personally, I, I, I you know, the, the Pure, uh, pure genomic has done a good uh, a good uh, visual. So if you're red, obviously you have the, the the two segments that are not there. If you're yellow, that means you have one but not the other. If you're green, you're good to go. And surprisingly, I I eat I eat a pretty high fat diet, and I haven't changed that, but I've lowered my amount, so I don't take more than 22 grams at a time. And the other thing too that I discover, I can't metabolize uh, flaxseed into. Uh, so I mean, I was putting flaxseed like there was no tomorrow in my in my smoothie. So all those things that now I know that I'm still on a high fat diet. I still do intermittent uh, intermittent fasting, but knowing that I was able to to tweak. And it, I mean, I wasn't feeling bad. I didn't have lack of energy, but you know, again. We're all doing this for longevity, and we're doing this to decrease inflammation because we know that there are the chronic killers uh, that we have uh, now. So, uh, so that's what's out there. And then on top of that, like that wasn't enough. Um, new company, newer company, I should say, called Viome, Viome.com. If people want to check it out, basically what they do is they evaluate your your gut, your metabolome. So they, they you send a stool sample. And with artificial intelligence and the research and the studies and, and all of that, they're supposedly, I've done mine, but I haven't gotten my results. They can tell you 
with your microbiome what food you should or you should eat uh, you know so again talk about personalized medicine if you if you, you know if I may uh, because it's it's dialed in to you literally and like I said with artificial intelligence you just keep adding uh, that stuff so um, I think it's important that we stay current with that stuff because again as chiropractor our mindset is not attacking the issue with drugs so I'm kind of excited about it and yet a bit scared at the same time because all this new technology is fantastic, but in, in whose hand is it falling? And like I said, I'm, I'm pretty uh, happy with the, the, what I've uh, learned uh, with the, functional, the Institute of Functional Medicine, but there's other organization. And for instance, you know, metformin supposedly now is a drug that a lot of people take in, uh, in, ter in term of prevention. Uh, you know, your definition of prevention, my definition of prevention is not to take metformin to control your sugar, even though it may make you live longer. So, you know, there's, there's that part that obviously there's some uncertainty, but the more we know about this, the more we're involved, the more we're at the forefront, we can give it our, our message and our, 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 you know, our approach, basically. And, and I love it, you know, Nat, and that's, that's what I love about you is you you're always reading, you're staying on the cutting edge, you see what's coming out. And you know, the big, big issue is, you know, I want to emphasize with the doctors that are listening into this master talk is you can still focus on volume chiropractic and you can have this happening on the side. You delegate to your naturopath, your nutritionist, you can still be involved in the results, you can still sit down, you can still do group lectures and you can still have that functional nutrition wellness component in your practice and flourish and still be in a blue ocean, which is really yeah. cool. So because like I said, like that, I mean, this is really personalized and that's great, but at the end of the day, people have to want to do it, have the time and commit the time to do it and want to pay for it because that's not free. Right. Uh, but you can implement a lot of protocol in your office that are fairly general and people will still see the result, but the best come at, diagnosing or, or figuring out the, the, the puzzle of this person and what happened and, and so forth. But again, that's one thing that I've said for so many years as chiropractor, we have no tools, right? It's listening to the patient, our hands, and basically our hands. So I think chiropractors are amazing diagnostician because we, we don't rely on tests. So it, we've developed that, I think, that, that inborn intelligence that tells us, you know, what's going on with a patient. But now having that skill, add some, you know, tangible tests. And it's not just for us as, as the clinician, it's also for compliance for the patient because that's their world. That's what they're used to, a blood test, right? So it's having those tools. You're just talking their language um, a lot, uh, a lot more. So. so now let's open it up for anyone who has a question out there. Um, I see uh, quite a few people on the call. If you have a question, just um, put a note in the chat box or, you can uh, just raise your hand and I'll open up your mic and you can talk to Natalie. But Nat, if anybody on this call wants to um, get a hold of you, send you a quick email, how can they do that? 
quite easy. My name, Dr. Natalie. Natalie is with an H at drnataliebeauchamp.com. Beauchamp is B-E-A-U-C-H-A-M-P.com. Or type in my name in Google and I'm, I'm in many places. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a social media queen as well. So, um, you know, Nat, it's, it's always been on the forefront. Should I just stay chiropractic or move wellness? I know you and I are working on a massive project to really um, open this up for the chiropractic profession and really help bring functional nutrition to the forefront. Um, let's, let's look at it five, 10 years down the road. Where, where do you see medicine? Because one of the things you said to me once when you were at this IFC, there was a medical doctor on stage and the MD had admitted that we haven't known what the hell we're doing. Do you remember having a conversation with me? And, yes. and we've said this for years, medicine is one of the leading causes of death in North America. The drugs aren't, aren't the way to go. The, the ones that are waking up in medicine are realizing that nutrition, diet, um, you know, nutri uh, uh, supplementation, detox, this is the way to go. And then moving towards that, you know, and coining functional medicine. I hate yeah. to hate that term. But where do you see us in five, ten years down the road in the healthcare system? As chiropractor, uh, that's that's a good question. I know my big moonshot is to be able to change the healthcare system in Canada. So that's my big moonshot. Uh, how I'm going to do it, I have no idea. I really don't think it'll be through our current system. I think it's going to be a transition. And again, I'm speaking because I'm in Canada, but this probably applies to many different countries, is that um, some of it will have to be done through the system because people are not going to want to pay for their B12 or whatever. But some of it is going to have to be done outside of the system. So this is where, you know, we can come in and be um, involved in that process. And again, I'm not saying that from a scarcity kind of point of view but we want to make sure that we're knowledgeable if I go back three years ago did I have the knowledge that I have now no would I have been ready I probably would have done an okay job but I think if you want to go in that wrong you really have to you know study and hit the books again and, and, and figure out but you'll be surprised how much we're already doing in our practice and our approach and so forth. We just didn't get, you know, all the, the credential or, or all the details about it. So I really think that um, there's room for us and we have to step up because like I said, I'm a bit scared where all this artificial intelligence and, you know, because at the end of the day, big pharma is behind it and so forth. Um, and, uh, one thing that I've learned too is that most MDs anyway that I encounter, like they, they have the best intention. It's just they're looking at it or they were taught a certain way. And I'm, I'm not as mad at them as I, as I used to be. And especially the ones that are, you know, opening up their minds and saying, okay, this, what I'm doing is not working. I need something else. I just had coffee with an MD that's starting in my area that's starting to, to do the IFM conferences and so forth. And she's discouraged. She feels lonely because she, you know, she doesn't know where to go. And she's also scared because they have to follow certain protocols and certain things. So they have to cover their bases. Us as chiropractor, we're not licensed to prescribe and we're not licensed to take people off drugs and so forth. So we don't have to worry about that. They have that to worry on top of that. So I think we're in a great position. And I think 
you know, to integrate it even more in the practice. I know I created online education, mini membership. So I record it once. I put it in a membership setting. I give access to, you know, some free stuff for patients just to make sure that they're getting the best out of best results out of their care. But they want to dig uh, deeper. I have those all available because it's all about education. It's all about telling them why, making them understand. Because you can't tell you've got kids, Mike, you can tell them what to do. But if, if they don't see what the heck or why the heck you're asking, it's just not going to go. So I think... Um, the future is really into educating people, but I'm not saying one-on-one, -on -one, you know, one-to-many, because like I said, you record, you know, a series of educa educational video and then it's done. You don't have to think about it. So, um, and again, I would love to see more chiropractors doing it. You know, we have Dr. Mercola that's been doing it for, you know, as long as you and I have been in practice. We've got uh, Dr. Axe that's also stepped up to the plate. There's a lot of other, you know, chiropractors that are, are stepping up to the plate. And it'd be nice to know that a lot of these people are chiropractors because we don't think the same way. It's just, it's, it's in us. We just don't look at things uh, the same way. So I think five years, 10 years, we're going to see more integration within clinic. Uh, uh, we're going to see more patient engagement. Baby boomers are getting older. They have the revenue. They want to live longer. Um, and like I said, I'd rather it's in our hands than many other hands that, you know, again, don't necessarily have our philosophy and, and, and drugs might be more at the forefront. Not with, you know, like, the, like I said, with the Institute of Functional Medicine uh, per se, but, you know, there's other organizations out there that uh, don't have the same views, that's for sure. I agree. Natalie, one more time, your contact information to the doctors that want to reach out to you. Uh, Dr. Natalie at drnatalieboshaw.com. Natalie, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your innate wisdom and infinite wisdom to uh, the chiropractors and the chiropractic world on this master talk. Um, for those of you, um, this will be uploaded to the membership site and sent out as a replay. So, Natalie, thank you again. Love and appreciate you for who you are and what you do. And my pleasure, Mike. And sharing with us tonight. Thanks, guys, for being on this master talk. Until our next master talk, power talk, or CA black belt call, keep practicing with passion. We'll see you all soon. I'd love to have you subscribe, comment, like, and share this video with your friends. And don't forget to go to www.chiropractic-masters.com for more free practice building tools.